Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. If you have a dating or relationship question or you need an opinion on something, go to the link in the bio and ask a question and get a personalized video sent back to you. It's in the link tree slash the game exposed and you could ask a question and get a personalized video confidentially sent to you um, answering your question. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And today I want to talk about red flags in the beginning when you're dating, okay? I'm going to point out some red flags for you guys. Some people know them, some people don't, but these are things that you need to be aware of when you're out there in that shark pit <laughs> of dating. And especially if you, you know, go on those dating apps, which, you know, I don't recommend, like I've said a thousand times to you guys, dating apps are not the same as years ago, okay? So anyway, here's the thing, you guys. When you start talking to somebody, one of the things you want to look at with that person is, number one, you got to look at the level of the conversation that you're having with that person. What are they bringing up? When they initially talk to you, hey, beautiful, how you doing? You know, oh, you're so sexy in your pictures, you know, yada, yada, yada. The the, the point is, you guys, red flags. When they refer to you as sexy in the very beginning, you know, a lot of people are going to disagree with this, but having been out there a long time, having to know the game, I'm going to tell you when they start off with the sexy comment or something like that, that most times is a red flag, okay? If they're referring to you like, hey, sexy, how you doing today? Because that's what's in their brain. You are a sex object, sexy, okay? And a lot of them know that. And what they do is they'll say, hey, beautiful, okay? Because they're a little bit onto, they know that a lot of the women are onto that. So they try to, you know, mask themselves a little bit. Like if they're interested in you, you know, for a sexual purpose or something like that, they're going to, you know, try to be like, you know, they're really into you. Okay. And be like, Hey, beautiful. And they'll start talking to you and stuff like that. So you have to look at the level of conversation. Like I've told you guys. Now, the minute you see that somebody is flaky, like in other words, they, they start out, they always come on strong. They come on really strong and then, you know, you have a conversation with them, you're giving them your time and then these people like they fall off, like they'll come back like the next day or the next three days later or something like that. It's the touch base thing. Then you know that you're not dealing with somebody who's serious and trying to get to know you, okay? And you may be one of 10 that they are hitting up. Another huge red flag, you guys, is like when they sit there and they say to you, uh, here's my number. Give me a call sometime. Okay. 
This is what you are. Give a call sometime. First of all, you never do that. You flip it back on them and you say, no, 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 you take my number, you know, and that is a red flag as well. Okay. Because they should be taking the lead and be asking you for your number. That is that that tells you what kind of male you are dealing with. All right. Are you dealing with a beta male or alpha male? Okay. Because an alpha male is going to take the lead. He's going to ask you for your number. All right. Now, the other thing, I mean, unless you want a beta male and you don't mind taking the lead in the relationship, that's entirely up to you, okay? But then you're going to have to take the lead every time in initiating things and trying to contact them and everything else. And if you take that kind of, you know, approach, you're never going to know if that person really likes you because you are pursuing them. That's why I always say, do not chase a person. The other thing too, is when you chase somebody, you guys, you are giving away your power. You are letting that person know it's beyond showing them interest. It's like you're, you're overly pursuing them. You know, you're becoming a masculina and that means that they could kick back and make you do all the work. All right. Don't fall into that trap. This is what this is what's going on today when we talk about, you know, masculine and feminine. The women have become masculine and the men have become feminine. Okay? This is why there's a lot of women that are sitting back expecting men to pursue them or they have a laid back attitude. The reason they have a laid back attitude is because there's a lot of masculine women that are pursuing them. Okay, that are, you know, giving it away the benefits very easily that the men feel like they don't have to take you out. Okay, they don't have to take you on a date. They could just, you know, come to your place and you accept that or you're cooking dinner for these people. This is why relationships are so hard today, because boundaries are so low. And there's a lot of women out there accepting that because they don't want to be alone. And this is exactly what's going on. You got these women out there doing these situationships, doing these hookups, and these guys are running with it. They're running with it, you guys. So, you know, the problem is, you know, after a while, the women that are doing the situationships or the hookups, after a while, they're like wondering, you know, oh, how come we're not in a relationship or you don't want a relationship? Because you got labeled a situationship. Because you got labeled a hookup. You're not labeled that you, already you're in class B. You're not class A, okay? You already have uh, a mark on you, okay? Because these guys are going to label you and you are going to be somebody that they are not going to take seriously because they're looking at you that you have low boundaries, okay? That you're so desperate that you're just going to go sleep with somebody just to have sex that you don't care about who you have sex with, all right? Or they feel you're doing it with a million other people, all right? I, I hate to say it, and people may say, oh, well, that's an old-fashioned view or something like that. Old-fashioned or not, that's how people look at you, and that's how they judge you, okay? And other people will say, well, not everybody's like that or whatever. Yeah, not everybody, okay? Not everybody, but the majority, all right? So, you know, if you want to look for the the small ones that are not going to judge you or look at you a certain way, that's up to you, okay? That's up to you how you want to handle it. 
but you're going to have a hard time. You're going to have a hard time. And on top of it too, you guys, you got to worry about diseases. You don't know where these people have been. You're not in a committed relationship. They could be sleeping with five other people. Okay. That's another thing that I need to bring up you guys with this friends with benefits nonsense. All right. So many people, I see it in the group all the time. They talk about like how they're in a situationship or friends with benefits and one of them gets feelings. Okay. Or they say, why don't they have the courtesy to at least call me back and let me know if they're seeing me tonight? Because you're not in a relationship. Okay. And if you're not in a committed relationship, they don't owe you anything. This is what I'm trying to tell you guys. All right. When you settle for that situationship or the friends with benefits, they have little value as on you as a person. Okay. So they feel they don't have to, you know, they don't want to see you or something better comes along. You just get thrown in the wayside, okay? They'll call you when they're going through a dry spell or something like that. Or they'll call you for a Monday night when they're not out with their friends or they're not out with somebody else that they value more, okay? This is why I'm telling you guys, you know, don't fall into that trap because you're going to be used like a sucker, all right? So here's the thing, all right? In the beginning, you know, you have to be able to focus on these people and really analyze who are you dealing with over there. Are you dealing with a potato? You know, somebody that's, you know, all over the place? Or are you dealing with somebody that is a straightforward, transparent, nice person? Okay? Somebody who respects you and values you and values your time. We had a situation like this in the group, okay? This this was like a hot post, This girl posts how she was supposed to go out to dinner. It was like a Sunday night. This guy was going to take her to dinner. And last minute, he canceled on her at 6 o'clock. And he tells her, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I can't make it tonight. My friend gave me a free ticket. So, uh, you know, I'm going to go to this concert or whatever. So everybody was arguing on the post. You had women on there that were saying, oh, I I wouldn't bother with him again. You had the guys on there saying, Oh, well, you know, he's entitled to go to a free concert. And there were some women, too, that were saying the same thing. Like, oh, at least he was honest with you and told you that he had a a concert to go to. That was really nice of him to be honest with you and everything like that. They kept saying, oh, well, you know, he was honest with you and everything, even though he canceled last minute. Now, this is what people do all the time. They look at things on the surface instead of looking at it for what it is. Number one, we don't know if he's honest because she had never gone out with this guy. All right. We don't know who this person really is. So to sit there and say, oh, he was honest about it. He told he didn't have to tell her he went to a concert. He was going to a concert or something. First of all, how do you know he went to a concert? That's number one. He gave her an excuse. He didn't tell her, you know, uh, she doesn't know him well enough, rather, to know that he specifically was going to a concert or he told her what concert he's going to or anything like that. All he did was cancel on her last minute and give her an excuse. And he never made any... um, other plans with her to say, well, you know, I'm sorry, I can't make it this time, but can we make it another time? You know, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. If he's doing this, 
okay? And he's he's canceling it because he's got something better going on. He could have another date that came through for him, all right? I mean, he could be juggling five people and he's canceling on her and telling her he's got a free concert ticket. If he's treating her like that, this is the pattern that will progress, okay? That means that if something else comes along better, she is not, she's going to be put on the side, all right, so how they, you know, you got to you gotta look at these things. Now, if she likes him, she can give him one chance to redeem himself. And if he does it again, he is done, okay, done. Because this is what I mean about when you accept things and this is how they test you to see how much they can get away with, all right? So the point is, the point is, he valued going to the concert more than valuing seeing her. Now, she, you know, she can do whatever she wants to do and everything, but you had to see these people on the post and you had to see them say, well, if I had a free concert, I would go to the free concert and everything like that. Like they were so convinced that this guy was going to a concert. We don't know if he went to a concert. We know he gave her an excuse. Okay, and this is this is one of the red flags in dating is when you start out with somebody and they keep giving you excuses, they keep canceling on you, okay, or they don't make definite plans to see you, they just string you along, texting you and stuff like that. How's your day, beautiful? That's great, beautiful. And then the weekend you don't hear from them. And this continues. And then they, they you know, they fill in their week talking to you because they're bored or they like their ego fed, knowing that you're there and you're like waiting for them to ask them out. Don't be strung along, you guys, okay? If somebody is not a, you know, go-getter and is not moving forward with you, do not waste your time, all right? You got to show these people how to treat you. In other words, don't give them your time if they're not giving you their time. This is what I'm trying to tell you. These are the red flags in dating. These are little signs as to how much this person really likes you or values you and how serious they are in getting to know you. Or is this person just stringing you along and you're one of the options? Or in some cases, they could have somebody and you don't even know because you don't know anything about this person. All right? Okay, now I'm going to move on to another red flag, you guys, all right? Somebody asked, I've been talking to this guy for almost five weeks. He said he needs to move slow because he's been burned in the past. We text and talk several times a day, but have not had an in-person date. And then she asked, is this normal? How long should I wait? Conversation is deep about stuff going on in our lives, and when I ask when I'm going to see him, he says soon. I'm patient, but only for so long. Okay, first of all, anybody that comes to you and says he needs to move slow, he can move slow right out the door. That is somebody that's going to waste your time, all right? That's somebody who's not ready, okay? That's fine. You want to take it slow? That's fine. But five weeks? five weeks to meet her, this guy has somebody, okay? I'm going to tell you right now, this guy, if he's waiting five weeks to see her, he's busy with somebody else. He either has, he's either married, he has a situation, he has a girlfriend, or he's got other things going on, 
and he's not prioritizing her. She's on the bottom of the, the list, okay? But he's definitely busy with something else, all right? And she should not be sitting here giving this this guy her time for five weeks, okay? She obviously doesn't know the game, and she's thinking, uh, oh, well, he's taking it slow. And when she asks him when she's going to see him, He's saying soon, all right? This is somebody who's breadcrumbing her and wasting her time. This is a huge red flag, you guys. Like I told you before, when you first start to get to know somebody, you want to talk on the phone. You want to have at least six conversations on the phone for about an hour each time. You need to see who you're working with, okay? And you need to see if they're consistent and they can keep it up. When when they have proven that they're willing to get on the phone and try to get to know who you are and they're making decent conversation without trying you, in other words, bringing up sex or anything like that, then you go and you meet this person, okay? But that should happen within two weeks, all right? If within two weeks and you're talking to this person on a regular basis, on a daily basis, within two weeks, this person is not making plans with you, this person is not serious, okay? This person probably has something else going on. So you should not be given this. This is a huge red flag, you guys, huge red flag. We had another girl from the group who was talking to this guy for five months, all right, and never met him. Never met him. And then she was supposed to go on a tennis date with this guy. And he ended up canceling. After five months, okay, she finally going to meet him and he canceled on her. That is somebody who's in a relationship, okay? So don't be fooled by this. These people have to be able to make plans to see you and see you consistently on a regular basis, all right? Now I'm going to move on to another red flag. Here's another one for you guys, all right? Like I told you before, this is classic. They come on strong. They give you their time the first couple of days. Then they want to, now this is, now you're going to get the one that moves too fast, too soon. Okay. They don't want to have the six conversations for an hour. They want to have, they want to talk to you for the first two nights. If you get that. And they're going to give you time. They're going to be on the phone with you for like over an hour or whatever, trying to show you, oh, they're so into you. Oh, my goodness. Well, oh, you know, I can't believe I found you, right? What do I tell you guys all the time? Do not be fooled by that. You don't know this person long enough. You need to see their pattern within the first three months, okay? Believe me, they can't keep it up. They cannot keep it up. These people can't even keep it up uh, the first month. Believe me when I tell you, all right? It's too much work. You're too much work and they're not going to keep it up. And that's how you're going to weed out the zeros from the serious people that really want to get to know you. But getting back to this red flag is when they move too fast, too soon, okay? They, they, they call them like, you know, like the love bombers, right? They come on strong. They tell you everything they want you want to hear. They, they even ask you about your job or they ask you about your family. They seem like they really care, right? So then the next thing they do after they've talked to you for, let's say, two nights straight is they want to make plans. They want to meet you, okay? Now, they've had enough conversation now after two nights, and now their ultimate goal is to see what you look like and meet you. So you go and you meet this person, right? Which you shouldn't do because you need to have at least six conversations. You need to go at least a week, you guys, talking every day 
for like at least an hour a day with that person to see if this person really is making an effort to know you before you rush out and meet somebody. Because believe me when I tell you, you're going to be wasting your time. You're going to be going out. If you don't listen to me, you're going to go out and you're going to meet all these random people that are just looking either for sex or or they're not 100%, you know, looking for anything and you you're wasting your time. You're getting dressed, you're doing your hair, you're doing your nails, you're doing your makeup to go meet somebody that you're going to go nowhere with unless you you just want to jump in the hay, okay? So, you go on the date with this, let's say you talk to the person Wednesday night, Thursday night. We'll just say that, right? Now you make plans to go for the weekend because you didn't listen to me and you rushed into it. Now you're going to meet this person and If you meet them too fast, they come on too strong, you're going to meet this person and you're going to have a great date. All right. You're going to have the first date. They always, they usually let it slide. All right. As far as like whether they're looking for sex or not. All right. There's no, there's not going to be that huge pressure, especially if they're smooth. If they're smooth, they're not going to show you how they really feel. They're going to make you think like you had this great date. Right. And then what's going to happen is they're going to, you know, they're going to slowly, they're going to still contact you and everything like that. And they're going to try for the second and they're going to try for the third. And if by the third date, they don't get anything, then they're going to fall off. Okay. Now, the other side of this is if you sleep with this person right away within the first three time, three dates or something like that, a lot of times they fall off as well. Okay. So the thing is, you know, that's how people get played because they sleep with somebody too fast, too soon. They go by what that person says without knowing who this person is. They trust who that person is because of what came out of their mouth instead of giving it enough time to see the mask come off and see if they really are sincere. Okay. So this is why I tell you guys all the time, you've got to move slowly, okay? You've got to move slowly because people, you know, they've got the mask on in the beginning. So this is another huge red flag, you guys. Now, another red flag, I- I've said this before in my other podcasts where I talked about red flags and stuff, is um, when they text and they won't get on the phone, I'm I'm going to keep this short because I've gone into depth about this on other podcasts. If somebody won't get on the phone with you, nine times out of ten, they got somebody. They're sitting next to their old lady, their old man on the couch, and they cannot get on the phone with you. So they're going to give you excuses. So now here we're going to go back to other things. Red flags in the beginning are when people give you a lot of excuses, all right? In other words, they leave you in confusion. They make excuses why they can't see you. They make excuses why they can't get on the phone. They make excuses, you know, why they canceled on you. These are all red flags, you guys. So, you know, if you start to see red flags or something like that, if you see more than one or two red flags, it's time to say bye-bye, okay? Bye-bye, because otherwise you're just wasting your time, all right? Now, a couple of things that you want to notice, too, with red flags is just how selfish that person is. And believe me when I tell you, this is a big one, okay? And especially in relationships, you know, 
people like we just had a we had another post too with this this woman said you know she was cheated on in her marriage and she doesn't know if she could ever trust again how do you know if you could trust somebody again okay i'll tell you how you know if you could trust somebody first of all every individual is different okay yeah there's a lot of people that cheat but there's a lot of good people that don't cheat all right I mean, I knew somebody whose husband went away to prison and the woman didn't cheat for nine years, okay? So there are some loyal people that don't cheat, you guys, all right? So here's the thing I was going to tell you. The way you're going to know whether you could trust somebody is by how selfish that person is. If somebody is a very selfish person and it's all about them and they're more concerned with their needs than your needs, okay, and it's all about them, yeah, odds are that's a person that's going to cheat on you. If this person was somebody who has cheated in prior relationships, there's a good chance they're going to cheat on you, okay? This is why you, when you're dealing with people, you dive deep. We don't take people at face value. Only fools take somebody at face value, okay? Somebody who's smart, you know, dissects somebody and is able to, you know, introspect into that person and see really who the core and the character of that person is and whether this person has good character or poor character. Okay. And that's how you're going to know how this person is going to treat you. Okay. What are their views on things? People always open their mouth and they give themselves up. What does that mean? They give themselves up. When you sit there, that's why conversation is key. You guys, when you're talking to somebody, you've got to listen to what comes out of their mouths, how they talk about their exes, how they deal with anger. What are their views on things? This is going to tell you everything. This is like a blueprint for who this person is, okay? This is all part of the red flags in dating. And this is why getting on the phone and having conversation with this person is going to tell you, you know, is this person worth my time? Or is this person just batshit crazy that I need to cut them loose and, and not even meet them because I could be putting myself in danger too? Especially if you meet them online. You don't know who these people are, okay? Another thing with selfish people, you guys, another red flag is when you first start talking to this person, this person is talking to you and only talking about themselves. They're talking about their lives, their work, their job, their dog, and they're, they, let's say they have you on the phone for an hour and they all they're doing is talking about themselves and they haven't asked you anything about you. You are dealing with a selfish person or you're dealing with somebody who just doesn't care about who you are. This was another thing that I saw in the group as well because we had this girl who said that she was uh, starting to get to know this guy, but he hasn't asked her one question about her. Okay. All he did was talk about himself. And there's a lot of them out there that do this. They'll sit there. They'll talk your ear off. They'll tell you every little thing about themselves because they, you know, 
their ego. They have big egos. It's all about them. They're very selfish. They they just, you know, they like to uh, brag or talk about themselves or get into their own life. And not once do they ever think to ask you about you. That's a huge red flag, you guys, that I had to bring up as well when I'm talking about red flags with selfish people. If the person is not asking you questions or about you as a person, and let's just say they're saying things like, oh, you're so sexy, or you know, your pictures are so hot, or something like that, and they don't know anything about you, the inside you, who you are, and they're not asking anything about your school, getting into conversations about your work, your family, you know, like I said, they'll ask that like the first conversation, maybe some of them will, and then they'll never ask another personal question again. But if you find that the the conversation is like 99% all them talking about themselves and everything involved in their life, you, you are dealing with a selfish person or somebody who just doesn't care to get to know you. Okay. They're not there to get to know you for a long-term thing. They're just there to talk and maybe meet you and possibly get sex off you. Okay. Now I'm going to go into another one, which is another big red flag. Okay. You guys, another big red flag in the beginning is if the person that you're dealing with is insecure. Now here's the thing with insecure people. In the beginning, when you deal with a lot of insecure people, they could be very, you know, loving. They could be the kind of people that flatter you all the time because they're looking for your approval. They're looking for your admiration of them and everything along those lines. That's in the beginning, okay? But the problem with somebody who's insecure is that if they're that insecure, what they will do is they will cut you down because they feel inferior to you. The other thing that you got to watch out with an insecure partner is that they could be very controlling. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. And when we talk about domestic abuse and people that are in those kind of relationships, a lot of times when they're with an abusive partner, that partner is insecure, you guys. This goes back to narcissism and everything like that. It all fits into that same kind of mold, selfish, insecure, you know, feels inferior to everything, all right? So if you're dealing with an insecure person, this person is going to be jealous if you do better than they than where they are. Okay. And that is not a good thing. You want somebody who's in your corner, who's going to build you up. And, and this is where people, you know, sometimes they don't see it right away because that person is showing them, you know, that support in the beginning because it's new and, you know, they're trying to build that solidarity with that person. But once they build that solidarity, once they feel that they got you, Okay, then the competition begins. Then they want to kind of grab the power from you. And how are they going to do that? They're going to criticize you. Okay, they're going to judge you. They're going to put you down. They're going to give you backhanded compliments. All right, like if you're going out, they would say something to you like, uh, 
that's a nice dress, but it would look it would have looked better on you if you lost 20 pounds. Okay, they're gonna give you a backhanded kind of compliment because they're insecure, because they're trying to put something in your head to make you feel insecure, okay? Because they're afraid of losing you. So you know, this is what a lot of controlling partners do, okay? I'm not saying that somebody that's necessarily insecure is controlling, but what I am saying is that, that you know, you don't want to get, that's a red flag when you're dealing with an insecure person, okay? And the other, the other thing that you got to worry about when you're dealing with an insecure person is that these people are some of the biggest cheaters, Okay. You know, people look at, uh, uh, people that cheat, you know, a lot of, a lot of, you know, guys out there and women too, the same thing, right? They're insecure. They need their ego fed. Sometimes people don't cheat just for the sex. They cheat for the thrill of it because they know they got something over on you because they're afraid of getting hurt. So they feel like, you know what? I'm going to screw you over before you screw me over because they're insecure because they don't trust anybody. And that brings me to the next red flag. If you're dealing with somebody that just doesn't trust, okay, like let's say this person has been burnt in the past, they've been cheated on, maybe they 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 resent women, they you know, they feel like, "Oh, you know, women are all cheaters." or this or that, or they, you know, they generalize a gender, okay? And they say, oh, all women are like this, or all men are like this, or all men are cheaters, or all men are liars, or something like that. You are taking a risk when you get involved with somebody like that, because that's somebody who's not going to be able to trust, okay? And what do people do that aren't able to trust, okay? They don't want to get hurt. So what are they going to do? They're going to do something to protect themselves from getting hurt. And what does that mean? They may cheat on the side or have somebody on the side, okay? So that they could sit there and laugh under their breath and, and say to themselves, well, you know what? Even if you do cheat, I, you know, I beat you to the punch, all right? So this is another thing you got to think about when you're dealing with an insecure person, now, one other thing that I want to give you guys that is a red flag when you are dealing with somebody who's a jealous person, okay? What a lot, what I have seen with the people that I know, okay, that have dealt with jealous person, jealous people is that sometimes if there is somebody who is very jealous, very insecure, yada, 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 they will grab your phone, Okay, first of all, nobody has the right to grab your phone. And this this is a huge red flag too when it comes to, you know, domestic abuse. All right, because this is how it starts. Now, I'm not telling you that everybody that grabs your phone is going to abuse you. I'm not telling you that at all, but I'm telling you that in a lot of the domestic abuse cases, this has happened where there has been jealousy, where there has been no trust, where the relationship has been so toxic. These people feel they have the right to grab your phone, okay? And now they're going through your phone and they're scanning through all your texts and looking at all your messages and everything like that. You find that you're in a situation like that with somebody, that is a huge red flag, you guys. That is a huge red flag that you need to get out of that, all right? Or you need, you know, to go into major therapy with that person, 
Because if you're at a point where somebody is grabbing your phone to that extent and you know you, you feel like it's getting physical or something like that, you are in a toxic relationship, okay? Or you have the potential to move into a very toxic relationship. So nobody should be grabbing your phone and going through your phone, okay? Especially, you know, you're not married or something like that. That, you know, nobody has the right to do that, okay? If they don't trust you, it's your right to show them the phone if you want to and you're paying for that phone, okay? Okay, now this the next one, you guys. This is a biggie too, all right? Let's say you start dating somebody and they start, they're telling you that they still talk to their ex, Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> this is such a big one, you guys. You got to be careful with this. There are so many people that aren't fully broken from that person, that haven't healed from that person. There's so many people that are having situationships with their ex. They're still having sex with them. They may be broken up, but their ex and them are still having sex on the side. And now they're dating you and you are the rebound. So... Make sure that those those ties are, are gone, that this person is not talking to their ex on a personal level. Now, if they have kids, it's totally different, and they should only be talking with reference to the children, okay? That's it, all right? I did a podcast on this, so you guys should listen if you're dealing with that. But the point is, you want to make sure that that person is broken up at least six months. And that brings me to the next uh, red flag, ding, ding, ding. And this is a big one, you guys, if, if you go on those crappy dating sites, all right? I mean, anybody that tells you to go find love on a dating site is a flat-out idiot, okay? They are a flat-out idiot and that don't know the game and, you know, they're back in the prehistoric age that found their husband 30 years ago, all right? We, we had a girl, the reason that I'm bringing that up is because we had a woman like that that says, oh, that's not true. You know, the dating apps, I met my husband 30 years or whatever. I don't know what she was talking about, 30 years she was on a date. There was no dating app unless she was on Craigslist or something like that, okay? But it's a totally different world today on the dating apps. This is what I, I, I've said in my prior podcast, you guys. Five years ago, it was different than it is today. Today, it's just full-blown hookup scammers, um, pedophiles, uh, you know, criminals. You, you, you have everything on there, everything on there. You're really putting yourself at risk if you don't know who the... You got to really screen these people, all right? You got to really screen these people. And I'm telling you, 90% of them are, you know, a waste, a waste of your time. Believe me, they're out for some benefit from you, whether it's sex whether it's money, whether it's a place to stay, whether, you know, you're going to get robbed. This happened to a friend of mine, a guy friend of mine. He went to go meet some girl. He thought he was going to get lucky with her. And there was another guy there that had a gun and, and robbed him at gunpoint, like an idiot he was to go meet this girl, okay? So I'm just saying, you put yourself at risk when you do this kind of thing, you guys, and especially when you go meet these people cold without talking at least and and really getting to know who you're dealing with and Google search them, get their full name, find out exactly who they are, video chat with them and everything like that. It's a whole job to make sure that you're dealing with the authentic person and that this person is 
quote unquote clean, all right? That they're not married, that they're not, you know, on parole or whatever else, okay? So that's why I tell you, try to meet somebody organically if you can. I've talked about this time and time again, all right? But the thing that I wanted to say that a lot of women have encountered, and even men too, because my guy friends have told me that they've met a lot of married women on the dating apps, you know? The thing that you have to understand is, you know, if you meet somebody, whether it's a guy or a woman, you know, the other problem with the dating apps is like probably 50% of the people on those dating apps are in relationships or married, okay? In relationships or married or they have their situationship, all right? So they're meeting you and they're fucking somebody else on the side that you don't know about, Believe me when I tell you, okay, I know enough people out there, been around the block a lot of times, so that is just facts, guys, all right? So when you when you meet somebody, here's another red flag. Another red flag is when they tell you that uh, they're not divorced yet. Now, now we're going to get into they're not divorced yet, they're in the process of a divorce, okay? <laughs> they're in the process. What you need to do is not mess with that. You don't mess with that, okay? You you say, well, you know what? When you get divorced, let me see the paper, be divorced at least six months, and then we could talk, okay? Because a lot of them are still living with their wives or living with their husbands. You know how many of these people we had? We had them in the group. I can't tell you how many of them were, you know, divorced, still living with their husbands or, you know, not even officially legally divorced and still living with their husbands or living with their wives. All right. And you don't want to get involved with that mess. And this is another thing that you will meet on the dating apps. All right. That's if they're honest with you and they tell you that that's their situation, which they might have to at a certain point. Some just flat out lie and some may tell you because it could get tricky if they get to know you and you know, you ever want to go there or something. Okay. Now, The last thing that, I mean, I could go on all night about this, you guys, but another thing that you need to be aware of too, another red flag is, you know, is this person financially independent? Are they able to support themselves? Are they dependent on somebody else? Are they dependent on a family member? Are they dependent on a friend? Are they living with a roommate? What's their financial situation? Have they had six jobs in the last year? Ding, 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 ding. This is somebody who's not financially stable for whatever reason, okay? And you know what? Sometimes people go through hard times and I understand that, but it's up to you whether you want to deal with that. And that, you know, that's going to be hard to deal with somebody like that because now the financial burden could fall on you, okay? They may be looking for a spot to live in, all right? And they and maybe you have your own place. Maybe you have your own apartment. Maybe you have your own house. And they see that and they're, you know, another benefit. They're looking for a spot to move into. I've seen that happen before too, you guys. So you got to be careful and you don't want to deal with anybody that's going to mooch off you or that you will have to support. So you want to make sure that this person is financially stable, okay? That they do have their own, you know, they got their own car to get around or or something like that, or it's not a problem for them if you want to go out on a date with them or something like that. 
You know, if if you find that there's all these problems, problems, those problems are going to be your problems, all right? And these little problems become big problems later on. That's that get becomes very difficult. You know, unless the person's living in the city and deals with mass transit, you know, if somebody, you're going to have to be dry. Me and my girlfriends used to see this all the time, okay? When we were out in that dating world, it was like one guy after another didn't have a car for whatever reason, okay? Who wasn't paying their child support and lost their license or, you know, just didn't have the money for a car or whatever their reasoning was, okay? This is somebody who's not stable. This is somebody who's not solid, okay? And when you deal with somebody like that, you know, and there's something in the way they live that they, they're not getting it together, all right? They are not getting it together, all right. You want somebody who's together. You don't want somebody who can't get their act together. That is another huge red flag. So you guys, it breaks down to this. All right. This is what it breaks down to. When you're out there, a red flag is, you know, something that is going to cause you a headache. All right. It's going to be a problem. All right. When you're when you get involved with somebody, you want somebody that's going to lift up your life, not drag you down, not take you down, all right? So when you're dating somebody, this should be a positive thing that this person lifts you up. So you have to look at all these things when you start to get to know somebody and say to yourself, uh, "Is this going to be a problem?" Ding ding, that is a red flag, okay? If you see that things are flowing and things are going great, then great. But the other thing that you have to do, you guys, is you can't just be ruled by your emotions. Just because somebody is, you know, very sweet to you when they talk to you and, you know, they seem like, you know, they're very loving and very caring and everything like that. What do I tell you? Words mean shit. All right. (laughs) Words mean shit. All right. It's what they show you, what they, how they treat you, and what their actions. Are they progressing with you? Are they giving you excuses? Okay? So this is how you will know. And number one, are they consistent? What's their pattern? Okay? Are they consistent with you or are you being put on the side every so often because they're busy out there with somebody else or they got somebody and they're never available on the weekends? All right? You got to use your common sense and stop making excuses for these people as well. Stop saying, well, you know, maybe they really were busy or, you know, yeah, we're all busy and we all make time for who we want to make time for. Remember that. okay? because that's just the truth. That's just the truth. As busy as I am, and believe me when I tell you I'm busy, if I really want to see somebody, I will make the time to see that person. Okay, so it's the same thing with them. So stop giving these people passes if they're not showing you that they are serious in getting to know you, okay? They're not stupid. These people are not stupid, all right? So, you know, those are the red flags. I hope that helped you guys. Um, I Like I said, I could go on and on all night about this, but these are the basic ones. Um, if you like the podcast, you guys, please subscribe and please share, share, share the podcast to your friends. I'd appreciate it. Thanks and have a great day. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. I want to tell you about my two books that are on Amazon, okay? 
You can download them free with the trial membership from Kindle. The first book is Regain Your Power. If you're in a relationship and you feel like your partner has all the control in the relationship, maybe you're walking around on eggshells, you're afraid to approach them, it's going to tell you how to regain your power and, and be happy in the relationship, okay? And what you may be doing wrong, and that's why your partner has all the control in the relationship. The other book is he's Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time. There's a lot of people that are dating someone or in a relationship with somebody who's not really vested in the relationship. And we we often are confused as to whether our partner really likes us or is into us or wants a future with us. And this book is going to give you signs and red flags of whether your partner is into you or he's just basically drifting and wasting your time. So go to Amazon and download the Kindle free trial membership. Doesn't cost you anything. And check it out. It may help you. Okay, and have a great day.